sports talk for real sports fans. It's Jimmy B and TC. Here's Jim and Trent. Welcome back, Jimmy B and TC. Final hour of the program. Brinson, two hours flies by. After doing three hours over the last almost two years, two hours Mm -hmm. is easy with you. Well, listen, uh, like I take my Metamucil and then I, then I drink this chocolate shake concoction thing. Uh-huh. And so as soon as we get done, I lay down, take my 45 minute nap and then I'm good to go for another hour or so. Oh, wow. So, uh, what? <laughs> you, you can't hit the blue plate special anymore, but we know you don't like that. You just, you just like to go out to the bar anyway, right? I do. That's you got me, pal. You know you know where I'll be watching football tonight. You can count on it. Well that means that you can't be napping, Jimmy B, because right after we go off the air at six o'clock, we have here on seventeen hundred the final preseason game for the Kansas City Chiefs. And of course all the college games that'll be happening also. Final preseason weekend. It doesn't mean a whole lot this Thursday with everybody playing. Outside of the guys that are really fighting for, you know, their positioning to make the final cuts here. But I did see something interesting. Uh, the Chiefs, as they get ready for their game tonight against Tennessee, their defensive starters for the Titans are going to play for looks like the first quarter. Really? Yeah. That's amazing that they're going to do that with Kansas City because most teams, the starters don't even sniff the field. Right. And and that's it in the in the fourth and final game. Wow. I'm a little surprised at that, but. Um, I remember Andy Reid saying, and I remember Mitch Holtis also bringing that up, that that he wasn't uh, pleased with some things right away, and so he was going to get them a little extra work. Interesting, though, that that's going to take place tonight. Yeah, it's a little bit different, little oddity that, that comes up from time to time in the NFL landscape, but there's going to be a lot of other things, certainly, to talk about of that. I also saw today, did you see the story with Houston, the Texans, obviously, along with J.J. Watt, just the great job that J.J. Watt has done helping spearhead some campaigns to bring money into Houston. That's been unbelievable to see. The Cowboys-Texans game that was scheduled tonight, though in Dallas, that one has been been canceled for this year. But if the Texans do need to move their regular season opener out of Houston, a couple of teams have come forward, including the Jaguars, who said that they would be more than willing to come out, and uh, also San Antonio, your favorite place, Jimmy B. You've been wanting to put an NFL team there for years. <laughs> Listen, they already have the stadium. Alamo Dome is there. It hosts the Alamo Bowl. Uh, it's a, I've been in there. It's a nice place. And uh, if they want to play a, a game there, too, why not? Uh, the people will pack the place. Absolutely slam, just slam in through those through those doors and... And it'll and it'll be a a terrific environment. Look, our hearts go out to the people in Houston, Port Arthur, all of those places that just got ravaged by Hurricane, Hurricane Harvey, and it's it's tragic. But ironically enough, Trent, just what you referenced, any time in tragedy, something always good comes out of that. It seems. And that's the way that people in the United States have rallied to help everybody in uh, in that area, in southeast uh, Texas on that coastline. And it's great to see the J.J. Watt thing has just really blown up. He's over $10 million. And all of that money, uh, because it was put together on a website with J.J. Watt, 
will be distributed to the real people who will need it the most. And I think it's I think it's sensational what what has taken place uh, because of the tragedy that did indeed take place down there. Uh, a couple other news and notes as we're uh, taking a look around here. We got Ken Silverstein. We'll be talking Big Ten with him, but a Big Twelve and an Iowa State note from today: uh, the basketball release of the schedule came out for the complete schedule. So we finally get to see how this thing breaks down for Iowa State today and. Uh, no, going through the Big 12 slate, we knew the non-conference schedule, how it was going to look. The big game's on there. They kick off the season on the road against Missouri. Missouri, a possibility with the Porters, uh, maybe even being a preseason top 25 team. But, you know, that'll be mm-hmm. a fun one to get things started down in Columbia. Game number one. They go to Puerto Rico this year. Uh, Appalachian State will be their first opponent. They'll have a chance after that. Maybe see Tulsa, Western Michigan. Pretty decent tournament in Puerto Rico this year. Iowa, that game will be December 7th on a Thursday. You and I this year in the Big Four Classic, some other bye games in there. But to the Big 12 slate, Jimmy B, because that's what I was really wondering how this is going to shake out for Cyclone Hoops. Uh, right. And it gets off. You, you kick things off. Kansas State at home, beatable team. Then Big Monday on January 1st, Texas comes to town for that one. Ah. Yeah, so the Longhorns, who have a slew of good players coming in, including... Uh, the high school teammate of Lyndall Wigington will be on the floor for the Longhorns at that one. But then it gets a little dicey. Look look at this uh, little stretch that they have after those two games. At Oklahoma State, I don't think the Cowboys are going to be very good in year number one, but eh, it's still Oklahoma State. A trip to Stillwater is never easy. Then you go to Lawrence after that. That's scary, Jimmy B? Lord, you, heard, you heard me just go... Uh, Lawrence, yeah, you heard that. Yep, it's a different, not the same type of team that Iowa State's going to send in to beautiful Lawrence, Kansas. Yeah, it's not the same. Then they come home, but they come home for Baylor, a team that has given them fits for years. Baylor just has been a thorn in the side for Cyclone Hoops. Then they go on the road again after one home game, and they go to TCU, who we both think is going to be really good, Jimmy B. Yeah, we do. Both of us like TCU. Uh They've, they've got a talented team. We know Jamie Dixon can coach. We saw it when all of his years at Pittsburgh. And he's got some players, uh, including the seven foot kid in the middle. And so they're, they're going to be, they're going to be a tough out. Mm-hmm. They really are. I mean, the Horn Frogs went from the absolute dregs of the conference to now one of the better teams in the conference. Would you put them top three or four? Oh, absolutely. This yeah. coming season? Yeah. 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 I mean, Kansas is clearly number one. I think West Virginia right. is clearly number two. And I'd yes. say TCU is is right there in the mix. You can make your arguments. Baylor, you know, what Scott Drew, he kind of deserves the benefit of the doubt. Oklahoma, all those young freshmen that played last year, plus it's Lon Kruger on top of it, another guy that deserves the benefit of the doubt. And some other teams you can throw in there as well. But, no, I, I'd be there certainly with TCU right up there at the forefront. It, it eases up a little bit, but just kind of going through here, you know, we saw some predictions, ninth, 10th in the Big 12 this year, and, and I think we both kind of scoffed at it, Jimmy B. Maybe it's not that that big of a stretch, though. I don't think they're going to be ninth or 10th with a, I don't know, a 3-15 and 15 record, anything like that. But you know, the, as compacted as things are, 5-13, and 6-12, and 12, that might be last place in the Big 12 this year. And mm-hmm. with the teams coming back this year and all the question marks for Iowa State, I could see that in... Boy, I, I don't know how well the fan base would handle that after the success that they've had over the last six years. 
Unbelievable. They've had tremendous success, been in the NCAA tournament six consecutive years, have gone to the Sweet 16. This is this would be devastating, I think, for the fan base. However, you and I both believe that not this coming season, but next season, Iowa State should rebound and rebound very nicely with the guys that will be able to play. And that's the other thing. If Mariel Shayok and Michael Jacobson were eligible to play this year, oh, I think they'd be yeah. an NCAA tournament team. Oh, but yes, because yes. Because they're not. We still don't know the growing pains that you're going to go through with Wigington, how him and Jackson are going to play together in that backcourt, and the grad transfers too. The guys that are coming in for this season only, you know, the couple of, we just don't know. Hans Brace, how healthy is he going to be? I don't yeah. know. I don't think really anybody has has a good thing, a good handle on what that's going to look like, what they're going to get there. You go through. They got Tally, who will have two years of eligibility, who comes in from Old Dominion. Same kind of thing, a little bit of a tweener. What kind of offensive game does he have? Jeff Beverly played at Texas San Antonio. It, these are guys that are difficult to get a read on. It's uh, There's a lot of unknowns here. Hey, we kind of laughed at it and scoffed at it, like I said, when we saw those ninth and tenths. And, and the more that I've been digging in into some hoops, maybe those prognosticators are at least close to right. Maybe. Maybe they are. Look, I... I, I... What we what we've said about Iowa State is it's the magical mystery tour. They are the great mystery team in this state this coming season. Uh, I think it's going to be real interesting to see how the pieces of the puzzle fit together, and Cyclone fans better hope that they do fit together so that they can truly be competitive in the Big Twelve. Because Trent, once again, there's three really really good teams that we just referenced in. Kansas, West Virginia, and TCU. Mm -hmm. And then there's a second tier with Baylor. Who else uh, Who else are you going to throw? Would you put Iowa State then in on that second tier, or do you have them down even a little further? No, no. I mean, do you feel confident about them putting them ahead no. of Texas? No, no, not no, no, not yet. Baylor? No. I don't. I mean, yeah. uh, Texas Tech even returns quite a bit. Oklahoma? I I'm, I'm struggling to get them up there. I'm struggling to get them above probably eighth in the conference. That's kind of the high water mark when I go through things each and every time mm -hmm. is at eight. And ugh, uh, Steve Prome, oh boy, get ready. So there's going to be some yeah. upset, <laughs> upset fans if that's going to be the case. Man, you're not kidding if, if that's the case and the way that they uh, have been spoiled, the Cyclone fans, with basketball. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be real interesting. Uh, we are far from finished. We still got, uh, what, Ken Silverstein on the way, right? Big Ten Conference Insider. Yeah, Ken will be by next. We'll talk some Big Ten football with him. And I'm going to let you go a little early today, Jimmy B. What do you think of that? God, you're the best, man. Now I can really, I can just relax. The X-Lax will kick in. Oh, I'll be able to clean out and then go get some food. Oh, this is perfect. Thank oh, you. Why are you talking about things like that, Jimmy B? <laughs> Good God. Well, I'm going to let you go because we've got a special guest coming in, Kate from Food Dudes Delivery. She's going to be here. A great concept. You've been hearing the commercials run here on 1700. It is delivery service for places that don't normally deliver. Think of the great restaurants around town, but hey, you don't want to leave home. Food Dudes Delivery will be here, and they'll talk about that. Also going to talk some football with Kate, big fantasy player. She also went to high school with David Johnson. 
The UNI running wow. battle. We'll talk about that next year on Jimmy B and TC. Westwood One Sports on Des Moines Station for News Talk Sports. 1700 KBGG. Kate here with Food Dudes Delivery. Are you tired of the same old delivery options? Well, Food Dudes Delivery can solve that problem for you. We deliver for restaurants that don't do delivery. Order through us at fooddudesdelivery.com. Food Dudes Delivery offers commercial and residential delivery service along with the option to pre-order. Our delivery rate is always a flat fee. So whether you're ordering $15 for yourself or $300 for a party, it's going to be the same flat fee. We deliver all throughout the metro area, always keeping your food hot and fresh. Food Dudes Delivery has a vast range of food options for you to choose from. So place your order for lunch today, dinner tonight, or your office tomorrow at fooddudesdelivery.com. Sponsored by Staples. Staples has low prices on everything kids need to head back to school. When your kids have what they need, they'll go back with confidence. Everything they need for less. Staples, it's pro time. Right now at the Home Depot, get 15% off select special order windows and doors, including installed windows, entry interior and storm doors, patio doors, even garage doors. If you've been thinking about an update for your windows or doors, but you've been looking for just the right time, this is the opening you've been waiting for. Come fill it with select windows and doors. 15% off now at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Bound through September 13th. Installed windows available in select markets only. See store for details. You've got skills, so why not make money with those skills? Can you mow a yard, clean a house, hang a flat screen TV, haul off some junk? Well, check out Tackle.com. That's T-A-K-L.com. Tackle is an amazing new app that connects people who can perform small jobs and chores with customers who need them done. And the Tackle app is coming to cities all across America soon. Go to Tackle.com to see where Tackle is launching next. Just complete the six easy steps to register, and you can be your own boss, set your own hours, and make great money as a Tackle provider. The Tackle app is revolutionizing the way people get things done. Go to Tackle.com today and sign up. Stop thinking about making money doing what you love and start doing it with Tackle. Sign up to be a Tackle provider now at Tackle.com. Tackle.com. That's T-A-K-L.com. Hey, it's Trent Condon here from Jimmy B and TC. If you've been talking and thinking about improving your health, I have an idea for you. Do what I did. Call New Leaf Wellness. My weight had been increasing, my endurance during workouts was waning, and I was just feeling sluggish. New Leaf Wellness put together a program to help me lose weight, improve my energy, and they can do the same for you. Call New Leaf Wellness today at 515-650-1358 to schedule a free, no-obligation consultation. That's 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. And tell them TC sent you. Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. See you soon. 
Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. Hey, it's Jimmy B. And TC for Draft House 50 on Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Hey, Draft House 50 has 47 big screen TVs for great viewing of any game. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, golf, tennis, you name it. Hey, the Draft House 50 can get it, even cricket? Draft House 50 has a sensational menu featuring specialty burgers, steak, salads, and so much more. And on Saturday and Sunday, beginning at 10 a.m., it's brunch, which includes a terrific Bloody Mary bar. The Draft House 50, a place for sports, great food, and drinks. Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Welcome back, everybody. We roll to the top of the hour. It's always good when we have a chance to catch up with Ken Silverstein, Big Ten Conference Insider, and all the action gets underway tonight. That's why we want him on our show today. He comes to us on the Draft House 50 Hotline Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Kenny, how are you, man? Are you ready for some football? I am. I've been counting it down from about 100 or some 90 days every Thursday with you fine gentlemen. And, um, look, I know it's cliche, but it's like Christmas and Hanukkah all wrapped up in one. How about that? <laughs> you got to like it. You got to like it. All right. Then let's start first with the Big Ten game. Uh, it's coming up shortly. Uh, Indiana and Ohio State. Ohio State prohibitive favorite. Do the Hoosiers give them any trouble at all? They usually do. Uh, and it's uh, a lot of it is, you know, Kevin Wilson in the past, uh, who obviously got jettisoned from Bloomington, is now the new offensive coordinator uh, for Ohio State. And believe me, he would love, love to run it up uh, tonight against his old school. And um, I, it's, it, it, I don't know what it is. It, it's, it's been remarkable. Um, it's a nice setting. It's one of the smaller settings in the Big Ten. They'll basically have about 60,000. It pales in comparison to some of the, you know, other schools, particularly Penn State, Michigan, et cetera, who will sit over 100,000 and change. So it's, um, it's a little on the tighten side in regards to noise and attendance and so forth. But for some reason, and I don't know why, Ohio State rolls in there, you know, and just goes, ah, okay, we're somewhat bored and keeps IU around. So the spread, and Trent probably has a better feel for this than I do right now, it's waffled between 20 and 21. I don't think Ohio State's going to cover they'll win because they got better players. Uh, but I don't think it's going to be 20 or 21 points. So, I don't know, somewhere between 10 and 14. Um, I think Ohio State will wake up mid-third quarter and realize, geez, these guys are seven points uh, close to us. We need to kind of get it in gear here. And I think in the fourth quarter they'll, they'll roll them out a little bit. Uh, they'll have too much speed, too many players, too much um, uh, depth. So I think Ohio State will win. They're number two in the country uh, preseason. But I don't think... Uh, they're going to cover, and I don't think uh, the over-under, which maybe Trent has a better feel than I do. I think I heard the other day it was around 58. Is that correct, Trent, in that ballpark? Yeah, let me take a, a quick gander here at it. That sounds right. 
I'm not a totals player a whole lot. You know, I, I got plenty of issues. I stay away from those totals. But uh, <laughs> he, he has I, issues. I, I see it at fifty-five and a half right now. Wow, gone down a little bit. I, that's a little bit on the low side. Yeah. Fifty-five and a half. I I think it will go over that, but I don't think it's going to cover whatever it is between twenty and twenty-one. It'll be good enough, but it's not going to be a steamroll job. So. Uh, here's one thing to look for, guys. Mike Weber, who rushed for over a thousand yards last year, is a redshirt freshman for Ohio State. He's out of the football factory known as Cas Tech in Detroit. He's been fighting a hamstring injury all training camp. They've been keeping it close to the vest on whether or not he'll start or not tonight. If he starts, I don't think he's going to finish. I don't think he's going to play a ton. Look for the freshman, J.K. Dobbins. He's from LaGrange, Texas. He's a true freshman. He was a top, top high school running back. Depending on what recruiting service you look at, he definitely was top three or four nationally. Look for him to get a ton of carries tonight, and we'll see what he's got. He's been the talk of training camp for Ohio State. Freshman running, running back J.K. Dobbins. I think he'll play a ton tonight, whether Weber starts, whether Weber's, quote, healthy. Dobbins will play a lot tonight at running back for OSU. You know, this Indiana defense has a chance to be pretty decent this year. Tigray Scales is a stud out there in mm-hmm. an outside linebacking spot. They made big improvements last year from the sieve that they'd been in years past, and now Tom Allen takes over. We know, well, certainly a, a guy that had cut his teeth as a defensive guy here. Early season game, a Thursday night. Could we be looking at something kind of ugly? You know, we, we don't see JT Barrett make any plays down the field. You mentioned the the injury to Weber. Could this thing just be kind of an ugly, old-school Big Ten football game, though with uh, obviously some zone components to it? Yeah, it could be. I mean, very much so. And maybe that's why the over-under is as low as I think, uh, you know, you ruled out verbally a little bit ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think one of the things that, that has really changed is what you're getting at. I think Indiana is better defensively. They have a couple guys, at least two that I can think of, that are probably going to be drafted. Uh, I don't know. They're not first-round picks, but they're going to be drafted third, fourth round in that ballpark. That's pretty good uh, for IU at this point, particularly defensively. Um, you know, look, the QB throws picks, and that's not good when you look at what he did last year for, for Indiana. Um, I think their offense is going to be somewhat what Wilson – did last year. They obviously have a new offensive coordinator coming in from the University of Tennessee. I don't think that will change a whole bunch. I think both will try to be up-tempo, particularly Ohio State. I think that's one of the changes with Wilson at OC. I think they're going to try to go back to what Ohio State was able to do early on in the Urban Meyer era. So I think you'll see a more quick tempo out of Ohio State, particularly early on. We'll see if they can keep it going for four quarters. That's still debatable. I want to see it before I believe it. So, yeah, I think Indiana is better defensively. I don't know how good they are offensively. I do really like their wide receivers. I think both guys are, are really good. They bring size. They're both about 6'3", 6'4". Um, I have doubts about the quarterback play. And they don't have they don't have the running back that they've had when Wilson was head coach at IU. Uh, like Coleman and others who are now in the NFL and are playing pretty well. They're going to do it by committee. Um, so I think if Ohio State takes the running game away early and makes them one-dimensional and puts the kind of pressure on 
from their front four, and they're going to use eight, nine guys on the defensive line. They're just going to rotate guys in and out. I think that's where it's going to wear Indiana down. That's when he's going to start throwing some mistake balls. Uh, that's when Indiana's going to get in trouble. So I think Ohio State's going to win um, a score, mm, maybe 35-20, something like that, 35-21. I think it'll be fairly close, but never really, really, really in doubt. Ken Silverstein is our guest on the Draft House 50 Hotline, Mills Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Okay, the other game tonight, and then we'll get to the Saturday games here, is University of Buffalo, the Buffalo Bulls. No Khalil Mack, however, who's now making gobs of money with the Raiders, uh, against Minnesota. What are we going to see tonight, the opening game for P.J. Fleck and the Gophers? Let's row the boat, boys. Let's just row it up. Let's row up the Mississippi River. Um Look, um, Big Ten school should not lose to a Mac school, number one. Number two, uh, a Big Ten school uh, that's had some success uh, in the West, uh, particularly over the last couple of years with Jerry Kill, and uh, obviously Tracy Clay's taken over, and now uh, Coach Fleck takes over. So, uh, look, Minnesota's going to win. they got two running backs. They're going to move the chains. I just don't know what, what they're going to do with quarterback. I just don't know. Until I see it, um, I'm going to be watching both games today. My wife's going to go nuts. I'm going to be in a room by myself, door locked, uh, like a mad scientist watching both of these games. Uh, one, obviously, on ESPN. The other, I guess, BTN uh, has the Minnesota Golden Gophers and the uh, Buffs from Buffalo. Um, yeah, I, look, I think Minnesota's going to win. Uh, they have better talent. Uh, it's a home game for Minnesota. Crowd's going to be juiced because it's a new coach. Uh, so I think with the running attack, but if Minnesota is going to be a real, real factor, okay, something they haven't been able to do the last couple of years, they got to be able to throw the ball a little bit and, and balance it out. I don't know if it's going to be 50-50, but I'll take 60-40, okay? Just give me some type of passing game that I can, you know, sink my teeth into in so many words. And it hasn't been there the last few years, and I don't know if it's going to be there now. So if they're really going to be a major player in the West, if they're going to challenge Wisconsin, if they're going to challenge the others, Northwestern, Iowa, Nebraska, let's say, in no particular order, they've got to be able to throw the ball. And I'm not even talking about throwing the ball downfield. I'm just throwing you know, intermediate stuff that's successful. I don't want to get too greedy for the Golden Gophers. So um, I'll be watching that passing game to see if there is any passing game. But, Minnesota will win, and P.J. Fleck will be 1-0 and as new coach of the Golden Gophers. From there we go over to the weekend. We're talking with Ken Silverstein, our Big Ten insider. Starting on Friday night, a couple of games there. Also, Rutgers gets Washington coming in. We know that was a blowout last year. Wisconsin for Utah State. Uh, do you see Rutgers putting up any kind of resistance against the Huskies or the Badgers having any problems with the Aggies? No, nah, these both will be over within the first five, eight minutes. I mean... I, they may have to call up the dogs. Uh, Coach Peterson, Chris Peterson at Washington. Look, I know it's at Piscataway. What I don't understand is how Washington should have said the Rutgers. Now, nah, we're not traveling 3,000 miles. Go crisscrossing America to play in Piscataway. But they are. This game's at Rutgers, but Rutgers has got no chance. Uh, again, um, where do you start? Defense, offense, um, quarterback play, lack thereof. Uh, this is going to be a blowout for the uh, 
for the folks from uh, Seattle. Uh, Wisconsin will do the same thing. Uh, I'm not a big fan of their quarterback play. We talked about that last week. Uh, but this is Utah. So if it was Utah, this would be a hell of a game. But it's not. It's Utah State. So the Badgers at home, big boys up front, run the ball, do what they do, play the 3-4, uh, pick up you know, a ball or two, pick up a fumble, short field score, Wisconsin wins pretty easily also. So uh, Rutgers is going to lose, and Wisconsin is going to win. Okay, then the game that uh, this state will be locked in on will be the early game, the 11 a.m. game, and it is Iowa and Wyoming. Wyoming coming off a... Uh, a Big West, or Big West, a uh, Mountain West uh, championship. They shared that title, and here they are with a stud quarterback, but, Ken, they lost so many players, including their wide receivers and their running backs. Do they have a ghost of a chance against Iowa up front to contain their running game? Could this game get ugly? Well, this one's a tricky one to read because, Everybody that at least I talk to says the quarterback is going to be really special. And they, they think he's top five, top ten at worst in the upcoming uh, springtime NFL draft. Now, it's one game. It's not a best of three, five, or seven. If they're close, you'd, if you're Iowa, you don't want him having the ball late with a chance to tie or win. So you got to knock them out and make sure that he can't do his thing because he will be the best quarterback on the field. Okay. Iowa don't have anybody at this point that's going to be a top five or ten pick in an NFL draft. Now, maybe somebody turns out that way, but right now the kid at Wyoming is that good. So the key is let's get the lead. Let's make sure the quarterback can't tie it or win it worse off and corral these guys early. Let's send a message early. Let's run the ball. Let's play play action. Let's do Iowa football. Let's throw it to the tight ends and keep the ball away from the Wyoming quarterback because if he's not on the field, he has no chance of giving us any problems downfield, intermediate, short, or whatever the deal uh, might be. They need to win this game. Um, he's really good at quarterback, okay? And some think he may be the best quarterback. It's debatable. I understand that. He may be, in quotes, the best quarterback in college football, according to NFL scouts. I have a buddy of mine who scouts for the Giants who just thinks, I talked to him the other day about a bunch of stuff, and his name came up and said, this kid is the real deal. Okay, he is really special. But he's not playing for Alabama, okay? He doesn't have Alabama talent surrounding him. It's Wyoming. It's the Cowboys, and it's not the Dallas Cowboys. So um, Iowa will win, should win, better win. And I think they will win. But, again, what you don't want is the final two, three minutes in a game, let's say it's a three-point game or tied, and Wyoming's got the ball and he's driving down the field because he can throw it and throw any pass that he needs to throw. So I think I will win because they can run the ball. They got, they got enough defense. Their front four, you know, they got, they got enough defensively that they should be able to corral them enough where it doesn't end up being um, pinball football, let's say, in so many words. Well, the last one for you, Ken, is the biggest one of the weekend for the Big Ten. Florida, uh, I believe uh, you, me, Jimmy B, are all be suiting up for the Gators because they're running out of players <laughs> out there with all the suspensions. What do you see happening with the Wolverines and Florida? 
you know what, if, if, if prior to the suspensions, and, the, you know, it's one thing to suspend a bunch of guys who, you know, aren't going to see the field. The problem is for Florida, a bunch of these guys are really good players, okay? And a couple of them have NFL potential written all over them. So I think Jimmy Plaid, khaki pants, whatever, I guess khaki, not plaid. Khaki pants is going to get himself a W. Neutral field, um, what, 10? I've lost count. I guess it is 10 right now for the Gators. Um, yeah, I, I think this would be embarrassing if Michigan would lose this game. Um, they have question marks. They got so many young guys playing. I don't like their running game. They don't have a clear cut running back at this point. I'm not enamored with their quarterback play. Iowa exposed them. Ohio State exposed them at the end of the year. Um, I think he's serviceable, but I don't think he's the kind of guy that's going to get you in the final four. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Rashawn Gary is a stud at Michigan. He is arguably the best defensive lineman in all of the Big Ten. He's that good. He's a New Jersey kid. Uh, he's at Michigan because, quite frankly, he was like a package deal because of his former high school coach is on the Michigan staff. Hey, most people don't like it. you got to live with it. He's that good. He's going to be, when he, when he leaves Michigan, he will be a very high first-round pick. He will be the best player on the field defensively for both squads. Michigan will win. I would have liked to have seen this game with both teams having everybody. I think Florida would have won the game. It would have been close. But, no, Michigan will win this game uh, because Florida is missing too many key guys, and they're not. Uh, the Gators are not going to be able to overcome it. Always good, pal, when we catch up with you. Have a great weekend, and we are finally underway, Kenny. I can tell you one thing. In, let's see, 6 o'clock Eastern, 5 o'clock Central, pregame activities begin. I'm going to lock the door, turn the TV on, <laughs> TVs on, and get ready to uh, just basically veg out on college football. We'll talk to you next Thursday when everybody would have played uh, one game at least. You got it. Thank you. Ken Silverstein, Big Ten Conference Insider, on the Draft House 50 Hotline, Mills Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Man, oh, man. This is good, Trent. We Mm -hmm. get out of here, and we get to go watch football. Can't beat that. In fact, I'm going to let you go a little bit early here, Jimmy B. We're going to come back on the other side. I'm going to get rid of your ugly mug and uh, bring in our friend Kate from (laughs) Food Dudes Delivery. She's going to talk a little football with me. Much better looking. Oh. Absolutely. Yes. I will, I will happily exit the studio so I don't embarrass Kate. Yes. Yeah. We, we don't need her seeing your old mug, you know, her voice is scared. <laughs> we, we didn't need anything like that. Food Dudes Delivery, they present our next spot as we talk some football with Kate here. We'll talk fantasy football. She went to high school and college with David Johnson. She went down and watched a game, uh, with, uh, the Cardinals last year and hung out with him and his wife. So, Good friends with David Johnson, some cool stories there, and it's all coming up on the other side. We'll take you up until 6 o'clock. Kickoff's underway, some games out there. Day baseball happening throughout the day, a busy one. We got you covered until 6 o'clock here. It's Jimmy B and TC on the Big Talker 1700. All right, welcome back. Jimmy B and TC here on the Big Talker 1700. I uh, kick out Brinson, and I bring in a lot better looking guest here. I got Kate from Food Dudes Delivery. Kate, how's it going? going well thank you how are you doing today doing well excited for the football season obviously we've been talking about it all summer long and now it's upon us uh getting ready for thursday night football ohio state indiana and then over the weekend 
Iowa, Wyoming, and of course Iowa State U and I. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Your U and I, U and I grad like myself, and uh, a connection to David Johnson. We'll get to that in just a little bit. Before we talk at football, Kate, huge football fan. But uh, let's talk a little bit about Food Dudes Delivery. Explain, people, here the spots run during our programs throughout the day here on 1700. Explain a little bit deeper what Food Dudes Delivery is. So we deliver for restaurants that don't offer a delivery service. Um, We do both commercial and residential. So you can order food to your office for lunch. Um, Everybody at the office can go in and have a huge lunch. um, And you have the option to pre-order that as well. Or if, you know, you're at home, don't want to cook, just want food delivered, you can go on our um, website, which is www.fooddudesdelivery.com, click on whichever restaurant you like, and then place your order, and it will arrive to your home. Uh, We have over 50 drivers at the moment. Yeah, we got these really awesome new insulated bags that keep your food uh, really hot or really cold, depending on what you order, Mm -hmm. um, for over an hour, so... That's awesome. Um, And another cool thing that we do is when you order through us, the restaurant actually gets the order before our drivers do. So your food is going to finish being cooked right when the drivers arrive. That way it's not, um, or I'm sorry, I said that backwards. (laughs) It goes to the drivers first and then the restaurants. So that way your food's not sitting out getting cold. Um, So that's one of the things that kind of sets us apart uh, we don't really have a whole lot of competition in Des Moines, but in bigger cities where they offer services such as that, that's one of the things that I really like that Food Dudes does that other companies don't offer. We also have a call center. So if um, customers want to call in an order or mm-hmm. there's an issue or if restaurants are having an issue, um, whatever might come up, we have a call center where people are available to answer any questions or concerns you might have. Well, it's such a great idea. You know, it's something that I'm sure there's been uh, many guys that have got together and ladies sitting at the bar. You know what's a million-dollar idea? Something just like this, because there's so many great restaurants across the metro and and so many places that obviously don't deliver. And you have that hankering with football season. It's a perfect time right now. Getting a group together, Thursday night football over the weekend. Eh, We don't want to go out. We don't want to spend a little bit extra to buy booze at the bar, at at the restaurant, whatever it is, do it at home and get great food delivered to you with Food Dudes Delivery. Yeah, we actually also, speaking of bars, um, there's a bar called Broheim's in Mm -hmm. Waukee. Uh, They're a sports bar. They are going to be having all the Iowa, Iowa State, UNI games projected on their TVs. And since they don't serve food, we also have some of our brochures there. um, And you can get our food delivered to that bar as well. So, yeah. All kinds of great connections. Yep. Well, fooddudesdelivery.com, that's the website to go, all the information. And depending on what part of town you're in, uh, Ken Miller, you know, during our, our midday show, he lives up in Ankeny. You know, his group of restaurants will be different than me. I live in West Des Moines. So depending on kind of the area you are, you can also take a look at it that way, find out the restaurants that are available for delivery, right? Yep, absolutely. And we're always signing on new restaurants. So the list will be updating all the time. Well, let's get into the football. Awesome. And uh, football season is upon us. You came in today. You brought your fantasy football magazine. I did. You had your draft, huh? I did. It's my first year doing fantasy football, so I wanted to kind of be thorough. Uh, We did a random order, and I got seven out of ten teams. It was snakes. So I got a few few good ones, a couple that I really wanted. I didn't quite get, but... 
Uh, I'm a Bears fan, so I have quite a few Bears players on my tell, team. Tell me you did not take you did not take Mitchell Trubisky, did you? I did not okay, take okay, him, okay, okay. but as excited as I am for Mitch Trubisky, yeah, he, he's not a fantasy guy probably for this year. Not yet, but no, uh, no one else picked him up. So if you know Mike Glennon <laughs> get, is out or if something he like that, Mike yeah. Lennon, yeah, yeah, I do have Mike Glennon. <laughs> oh, oh no, well. uh, he's he's on my bench. Okay, good. But who's I have starting him. quarterback? We actually have two, which I did not know. Oh, um, two quarterback. Right? Yeah, Ryan from Atlanta yeah, is going to be good my. Start. Yeah, they're playing the Chicago Bears though. This <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but uh, yep, and then uh, I. Because I didn't realize we were starting two quarterbacks. Like I said, it's my first time doing uh, fantasy. My second quarterback starting is going to be Dalton from Cincinnati. I don't hate Andy Dalton. No. I, I, I don't hate Dalton. That's not bad. How many people are in your league? Uh, ten, ten teams. Ten teams? Yeah, you're in good shape. So yeah. who'd you take at number seven? You had the seventh overall pick. Who'd you grab there with your first round slot? Uh, McCoy. LaShawn McCoy. LaShawn McCoy. Yeah, I was trying to do running backs first. Obviously, David Johnson was not Not available. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I have McCoy. I do also have um, Jordan Howard from the Mm -hmm. Bears. Um, My uh, wings are going to be Larry Fitzgerald. Um, And then, let's see. Yeah, I'm pretty proud of Larry Fitzgerald just because, as obviously, I became a Cardinals fan watching um, David Johnson. Sure. Um, going to high school and college with him, it's always been fun to watch him play. Um, and then going to the Cardinals game last year, uh, my boyfriend and I went down to Arizona, and him and Larry were just like so much fun to watch. Yeah, just carrying the team. Not that the Cardinals aren't great; they are. That they're that's who I have for my defense. <laughs> um, but yeah, they are just amazing to watch because they both just come out of nowhere and mm-hmm. dive around the players and watching them on TV is fantastic. But then being at the game, oh, it's it's great. So you've known David Johnson since you guys were growing up down in Clinton. Mm-hmm. And uh, then you were there at UNI with him as well throughout his tenure. I uh, saw an article, Sports Illustrated. He's the cover guy on Sports Illustrated this week. How crazy is that? Oh, I didn't know that. He's That's super exciting. Cover, yeah, of Sports Illustrated. A great article about him. And he was talking about... You know, the two big in-state schools, Iowa and Iowa State, recruiting him. You know, Iowa, they said they just didn't have a scholarship available for him. Iowa State, when he went on a visit there, they had his name spelled wrong. They had it David Johnston, not David Johnson. He knew things weren't going very well there. It ended up pretty well for him, though. You know, I, I know there were plenty of people around the state, and I'm sure down there, that were disappointed that the Hawkeyes and Cyclones didn't, didn't uh, give him a shot and didn't give him a scholarship. But I don't think he's complaining about it right now. And uh, the contract that's going to be coming... That's going to be a good one, too. Oh, yeah. And it couldn't have happened to a better person. Uh, He graduated with my younger brother, so he's two years younger than me. Um, And, yeah, he just is such a nice, genuine person. Um, And in high school and everything, it was super fun um, to watch him, too, because uh, before he was on the varsity team, Clinton football was not very good. (laughs) Um, I don't know how they're doing anymore because I don't really watch him, but... Yeah, my first two years of high school, they were terrible. And my last two years, once he came in, they were really good. Yeah. Um, he was both a running back and a defensive back mm-hmm. in high school. Um, he was also very little, uh, ran track, went to the Drake Relays. Um, so he had that kind of like thin runner's build. So then in college, watching him like bulk up and when he played against Iowa, mm-hmm. that game was just fantastic. Um, you and I ended up losing, but he carried the team and it, it was close and yeah. he had a wonderful game. Um, so yeah, now watching him 
play in the NFL and being like so shy at the head and like having all these interviews and yeah. stuff. It's great. And his wife, Megan, is just phenomenal. And yeah, it couldn't have happened to a better person. I love that connection here. We love our in-state guys and in-state football this year. Kickoff Saturday night with Iowa State hosting you and I. Uh, you give your alma mater a shot. They yeah. won two out of the last three games. Yeah, I give them a shot. Plus, Iowa State, even when the fans think that they're great, they're not that great, and they end up blowing it all oh, the time. Oh, throwing shade at the Cyclo fans. Always, Kate always, here. always. All right, on the other side, you're also a Hawkeye fan. I you're, am. You're a dual fan like myself. Yep. Grew up a Hawkeye fan, went to Iowa for a couple years, decided, eh, need to get out of Iowa City, I'm having too much fun. Transferred to you and I still had fun, and uh, finished up there, but... Iowa, the Hawkeyes this year, kind of a wide range. Six and six, seven and five, or with that schedule too. Penn State, Ohio State, Michigan State, you know, on and on and on that they have to play. What are you feeling with the Hawkeyes? I don't know. I'm excited to watch the games, but I don't know. Uh, Low expectations is what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm going to... I hate to say it, but yeah, right. kind of. And and that's not a bad place to be because yeah, you go over, they win, they lose. Well, you still have a cocktail or two, right? Yeah, that's that's <laughs> very true. Iowa fans can drink, that's for sure. Um, no, but I think playing those teams will help. Like, it's not going to be. I mean, and everyone gave them a lot of. I don't know, negativity two years ago when they went to the Rose Bowl um, because they went undefeated and then lost um, the two games, the championship mm-hmm. and the Rose Bowl, and they um, had blamed it on an easy season, an easy schedule, all that. So, I mean, which they didn't have as um, difficult of a schedule as this year, but it wasn't easy by any means. Um, but I do think that playing kind of the harder schools and whatnot will give them more to learn and work for. So, you know, depending on how they do against like Ohio state or Michigan state, like they, you know, they can learn from it um, and make stronger players. Uh, But maybe win a bowl game, even if they, you know, are seven and five. Yeah. Finally go and win a bowl game. It's been going on seven years since the last time they won a bowl game. And, And if they could get to that build for the future a little bit, there's a lot of young guys that I'm excited about inside the program, I think that'd be uh, certainly a step in the right direction. Well, you got your David Johnson uh, t-shirt jersey on today. You're excited about the Cardinals, your fantasy team, and we're excited about Food Dudes Delivery. One more time, fooddudesdelivery.com. Kate, great talking football with you. Great talking about Food Dudes Delivery. Thank you. With that, we're done. Out of time for today. Football balls in the air. We got some kickoffs already happening. Minnesota Buffalo coming up. Ohio State against Indiana, Oklahoma State, Tulsa. Fun night. We made it through the summer, and football is here. Enjoy the football. We'll be back tomorrow. The Ken Miller Show with Trent Condon, noon until 2, and then Jimmy B and TC from 4 to 6 right here on the Big Talker 1700. Enjoy your football tonight.